Welcome to episode number 53 of Gears and Beers, a show where three freedom-loving, gun-toting capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever else trips or trigger along the way. On our panel tonight, in our in his own words, the dumb guy with the gross hat, Mr. Andrew Johnson, <laughs> along with Sam, the owner of Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and I'm your host, Box. This show is brought to you by Shyworks. Sam, tell us a little bit about what's going on at Shyworks. Well, just the uh, just the usual. We're Cerakoting a bunch of guns. Uh, I'm trying to stay stay caught up a little bit. Um, if you're unfamiliar with us, what we do is uh, we take your gun, take the idea of how you want it to look, design it, and and make it make it a reality. So uh, anything from battle worn to camo to theme builds to uh, all sorts of crazy ideas that you can think up. That's what we specialize in. That's what we take pride in doing. So uh, give us a shout if you got any crazy ideas. And also go to shyworks.com. You can use coupon code LSLF10 and you can get 10% off everything in your cart from lasered mags to Glock backplates to uh, hats are on the website. There's a few hats left. They're going quick. So, so grab them. Uh, patches, all sorts of cool stuff on there. Use coupon code LSLF10. It's a 10% off. Absolutely. And we are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, brand building photography. Check them out on Facebook and ballisticimagery.com. Ballistic Imagery, make an impact. Okay. The formalities are, they're out of the way, guys. I'm not going to lie. This is, this is stressful for me come barging back into gears and beers like this a lot of things to juggle around here but it feels good feels good uh, yeah i'm glad that it feels wonderful if the uh if the people were wondering if box was back they could probably tell uh from the intro <laughs> from the quality of the stream <laughs> <laughs> yeah is any yeah. is anybody even gonna watch i noticed nobody's in the chat quite yet no, we got a we got a few people in here, but it is maybe I bet I would bet you as nice as it is outside that it's probably going to be a semi slow night, but we'll see. We will see. Yeah. Oh well. What are you guys drinking tonight? Oh, I see you got a Corona there, Sam. Where's why why where'd you get that Corona? Uh, <laughs> Have you recently know, done actually, a Corona gun? I did. I did. I actually put it as my. I stole your photo off your Facebook and put it on my uh, my uh, background. I really like it. Um, but yeah, I did a Corona gun. So I was in the. I was in the Prano this afternoon. I was like, you know what? I need to drink some uh, some Corona beer. So uh, yeah, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, go over to Ballistic Imagery's Facebook page. You just posted up a, a photo of it over there. I'm, I was really happy how that turned out. Hey there, did you Nathaniel. have actual? Did you have actual ice in their box or did, did you just like yeah. superimpose that shit on top of it? No, that's all ice. Cool. You should have limes. I even bought a lime for it. Cool. <laughs> Those your skis? Yep. <laughs> Both, Both of, of them? them? <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys uh, Sam, you're quite the one with words. <laughs> I'm yeah, drinking... <laughs> I'm drinking my usual, but I went to Dooski's the other night and the new bartender, he's like, you ever had it with a lime in it? And I was like, no. He's like, it'll change your life. So I threw a lime in it and that's what I'm doing now. It's pretty delicious. And I'm officially, Box has two trees in his house. He's got his bonsai tree and now a lime tree he's trying to grow in his <laughs> living room. <laughs> no, I murdered my bonsai tree. So What? 
Yeah. What the hell I happened ne- to your bonsai tree? I neglected it. <laughs> so <laughs> that'll do it. So you you're confusing. Like most like putting fruit in your drink is usually like semi classy, but now you're drinking like white trash whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're throwing lime in it as well. It's like, hey, make up your mind, man. Seagram's <laughs> is not white trash whiskey. Ah, uh, it's just, uh, it's like a there's like white trash whiskey, and this is like maybe two notches above it. You're like, you're just barely out of white trash area. This oh, is I'm like, sorry. so you think of like your typical old farmer. He's gonna drink black velvet, right? That's just kind of. Yeah, yeah. You're typical. You got like a, uh, a more distinguished old man. He's going to drink Seagram's. I think we've discussed this before, how old people drink Seagram's, but <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnson, you- what are you drinking? Oh, uh, just the old, the old tried and true Bud Light. Mm, you're not adventurous at all. No, honestly, I, we had um, June's birthday. How many weeks ago was that? June's birthday, like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. I had bought two or three cases of beer for people. And then everyone who showed up also brought a case of beer and then wouldn't take it home with them. Heck yeah. So Good I had to have, I think I had like six cases of beer in the fridge. I've drank everything else first. I drank all the bush light. I drank all, I think there's some Michelob ultras left, but those are for Chabray. So it's like, I'm just down to Bud Light. Ah, I almost forgot. We're talking about all this drinking here. I know, but just about slipped my mind. We decided we were going to turn this into a little bit of a drinking game for us here, guys. (laughs) So (laughs) what we're going to do is every, every episode on gears and beers here, we're going to select a word or a phrase or something where if we say it, we have to drink, but we're not going to tell the viewers what that word is. And if you, one of you, the first person to figure out what that word, figure out what that is, what that word is by the end of the stream, we'll send you some stuff. I don't know what that stuff is going to be. Could it be? It could be, (laughs) could be some cool stuff. It could be some, I don't know. Some of Sam's butt plugs or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Just stuff. I'm going to go in the junk drawer in my house and be like, mm, this looks good. This looks good. Like oh. a pack, a pack of 34 cards and a, and a dried out pen or something. <laughs> uh, what I wouldn't do for a, an old package of Brad nails and a rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, well, without that out of the way, how about we jump into the news? I see Nick is already over in the comments guessing. Just (laughs) random words. Clip. Meg. (laughs) 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 I know those are incorrect, Nick. Okay, Sam, how about you tell us about this Hellcat Pro? Well, yeah, this uh, just came out recently within the last week or two. Um, if you guys remember, it was, a, it was probably a couple years ago now. Uh, Springfield came out with the Hellcat. Sam, um, you can probably drink at yeah, least can you, three can, times now. Can you drink? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, I was working on it. I was working on it up until this point, and then I started talking about this, and totally went out the window. <laughs> this could be a long episode. That's fantastic. Is so one of those words? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. So Hellcat, our Springfield came out with this Hellcat uh, a couple <laughs> years ago, and they just updated. They just updated uh, the models for it. Son of a bitch. Johnson is dying. It's going to be extremely hard. This is going to be so bad every time Sam has to cover a topic. <laughs> oh, man. So they came out with this Hellcat Pro, which is, if you weren't familiar with the Hellcat, it is essentially like a, you know, Glock 43X type. You know, it had like a 12 or 13 round capacity and that small, small size. And Johnson wasn't the Hellcat like the original one that did the stack and a half. Um, I'm pretty sure they were the original, the originators of that. If I remember the correctly, the Sig P365 oh, was, was the right. first stack and a right. half. This was the first kind of compact that Springfield did that really actually took off. That used this. I believe it was the first one that that Springfield did that used this stack and a half. Right as well. So they have came out with this new Hellcat called the Hellcat Pro. And essentially what this is, it's a 15 round capacity and it's in a bigger, it's in a bigger frame, bigger handgun. It's more like the size of a Glock 19. So it's, it's pretty much in direct competition with that. It's got a, uh, you know, it's almost essentially the same size, 6.6 inches. And the Glock 19 is what, like 6.85. So it's, it's two tenths of an inch, uh, smaller, just about that. It is also uh, a little bit thinner, I believe. So that's kind of interesting. But it, there's nothing real groundbreaking about this other than it seems like the Springfield Armory kind of – everybody hates Springfield Armory because of the XDs. It's a running joke, especially with guys that work on guns, that XDs are a fucking nightmare, essentially. Well, that so, and anybody that shoots XD, XDs <laughs> in any kind of – my uncle really manage. likes his XD 45. Well, it's not like, I don't know if it's so much just shooting it and like, you know, the average everyday user, but definitely more so in the fact in, in my industry, anyway, it's a running joke in the, in the Cerakote groups, you know, that we fucking hate them. So, um, even. <laughs> hey, you caught yourself. I ran across the. I, I don't know if this he's watching, but I ran across the fella, a friend of ours that, uh, or just a guy that I just met actually, that he works in the Springfield Custom Shop, and he was well aware. He says, "If you're having issues with this, the famous XDs, let me know." So I think Springfield's actually going in the right direction with this new, uh, this new Springfield Hellcat Pro. I like how I'm doing the work for Police you guys. Himself. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you guys look, aren't even. You, it's it's good for you, Sam. You learn. <laughs> it's a learning exercise. Actually, we should have done this a long time ago. It probably oh, would have helped me quite a bit. I know. So yeah, there's nothing real super groundbreaking. I believe it is comes it comes uh, optic ready. So that's kind of cool i mean that's really where everything's going anyway so i don't know why people aren't you know why it took this long to get to this point but kind of a cool looking handgun i'm excited to see some and actually the hellcat is something that i would actually own but
but it's nice to see Springfield direction, Springfield Armory going in what seems to be the right direction. So that's. I just really hope that the quality that they build firearms at stays at a nice, consistent, pretty fucking good. You know, because they don't build anything that's super notorious for failing. But I don't want like them to get a lot of sales in this Hellcat Pro and then the quality goes down the shitter because they're really just trying to pump out numbers. Right. Which can happen. Yeah. Um, I think that... I what's think... the what's the deal with the Saint ARs? Because everybody hates them too. I've heard they're just garbage, and I've seen a, like pictures of their bolt carriers that have failed, and the stake jobs are just fucking horrendous. It, I I mean I can't tell you much about them, but yeah, apparently they're garbage. I don't. I don't know. I've worked on a few of them and I've not, I have no reason to think that they were, you know, really that garbage. I think it's more of a thing like people just love to hate on them because it's Springfield Armory and they got this big ass logo right on the other side, right on the magwell that says the saint. It's almost like, and maybe they are trash. I don't know. I can't speak to that. I just work on them. They seem like all right guns, but maybe. I think there it's more along the lines of Nickelback. People just love to hate them, you know, yeah. almost. And maybe it's, it's a combination. Cool on, it's both. cool on the internet to hate them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So and internet cool is. is the most important kind of cool. Well, that's the only Absolutely. one that, that matters anymore, you know. <clears throat> Don't you know? Don't you know. I wish I could so, be cool either offline or online, but apparently I can't have that either. That would be nice. What's that, that one? Nice. What's that one song uh, by what's his name? Oh yeah, that one. The country <laughs> song talking about I'm I'm so much cooler online. It's an older. That's like ten years. No ago. idea. It sounds terrible. Yeah, he's talking about being like he's he's uh, five five six and you know three hundred pounds. Uh, what the hell Whoa. is his name? Doesn't matter. My word. Next conversation. <laughs> Online, Brad, Brad, Brad Paisley. Thank you, Dakota. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, see, I'm not totally. Thank you, Dakota. Huh. Somebody picked up on that from your random rambles. <laughs> see? That is incredible. <laughs> see? Yeah, maybe, we're just so... really, maybe we're just really maybe stupid, Johnson. <laughs> maybe it's us that's dumb. <laughs> you know, I've never, in my day-to-day life, I never have anyone else tell me I'm stupid and illiterate. It's only ever you two. So maybe well, it's just, maybe you two are just idiots yourself. To be maybe fair, we're just, I think everyone else two. is just being nice. Yeah. That's we're the only ones brave enough to tell you the truth. Or you're the only dicks big, you know. Big dicks enough, big enough. Dicks to, huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, trust me, I that's not that the, that's not, not the case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> One of these nights we're gonna have to do it's not every time Sam misspeaks or or stutters oh, or stammers you, or says something. Sir, stupid. we'll need an ambulance. No, that'd just be you two drinking for every time I do it. So, oh, do you know how long fair. it would take for an ambulance to get to my house? 
That is not okay. I cannot participate in that event. <laughs> hey, maybe we should have like discussed who was going to talk about what before we start the show, huh, guys? Ah, well, from know. the sounds of it, Sam's going to cover the entire news section here <laughs> by himself. Everything. Sam. So, Sam, how about you tell Take us about the next time? <laughs> I'm, I'm happy Take to. Take your I pick. Got no, I got no qualms about that. What do you want to talk about? Take your pick. How you get you got the fuck Bruno, the Revo arms, and that form one approval thing. How about I speak about that and you get then you guys can can dive into the other two topics? I'm sure Johnson can can half ass his way through one of them. Whoa, whoa. You're a real dick. <laughs> Actually, I just wanted to talk of I just wanted to touch on the the solvent trap debacle going on. If you guys remember two weeks ago. We spoke about this because that was a huge issue going on then, still going on, obviously. So a couple of weeks ago, they started, ATF started mass denying Form 1s. Pretty much every single person that had a Form 1 almost got denied. They were sending them letter or sending the response for it was, you've already purchased parts for it. You're committing, you know, you're breaking the law, blah, blah, blah. So recently they started... After that, they started sending people saying, hey, we want to know how you're making this, whether, you know, send us, send us photos. So essentially what they were doing was trying to goad people into sending them photographic evidence of them breaking the law, which, by the way, if you broke that law, it's in prison for 10 years and like a $250,000 fine that in, or something like Isn't that, that entrapment? It's a 100% entrapment. Absolutely. 100%. So this, this has been ongoing since then. And ever since then, nobody's really got much uh, for approvals as far as Form 1 suppressors. Yesterday and today, I think it's, today was the first I saw of it. Form 1 uh, suppressors had actually started getting approved again because the people had some people had actually responded to this and, and sent them pictures of their work, uh, of their mills, their, you know, their CNCs or lays, all this stuff says, Hey, I'm legit making my own suppressors. Here's the bar stock for it. Here's the tooling I'm going to use, which is fucking bullshit. You shouldn't have to yeah. first off, like, that's not how, that's not how this works. You're innocent until proven guilty. So yeah, this you don't essentially you shouldn't have to prove your innocence. No, absolutely not. The government should anyways it's all government it's all shouldn't have any goddamn thing to do with it if you ask me but no no so they started they i've seen some form one approvals so that's essentially what they're doing if you can prove to the atf that you are actually making the parts yourself then it sounds like you will get approved uh so it's solvent traps are essentially dead and gone they won't ever be coming back it sounds like but you know, at least there are some people getting approved, but it's just, I just wanted to throw out a quick update on that because we made a big deal about it last week. So that is what's happening with that. And uh, yeah, fuck the ATF. Oh, didn't you? Yeah. Sorry, you caught that one too. Do you have an, hey, do you have more beer right there on hand, Sam? Or uh... I do not. It's back in the, uh, back in mm. the old uh, beer fridge back there. See, I was well, thinking, why don't you ahead. go grab one? I brought my whole bottle of whiskey back with me. I'm prepared. I got I'll, a second. I will go grab another one then while we're. <clears throat> so I guess the the whole form one suppressor thing in the solvent 
trap deal. We all kind of knew that that wasn't going to last. It's been what five, six years that the ATF's been tracking sellers on eBay and shit and taking them down as far as the fuel filter kits and the solvent trap kits and everything that have been sold on eBay. Anyway, I know they've been shutting a ton of them down for years and years. So the shitty part is you get manufacturers who are doing it in a legal manner and even requiring a form one to sell you anything. And they're still getting fucked. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Quiet bore. They were for the last year or so now they required, uh, at least a form one submitted. I don't know if they required the actual stamp yet. They just needed proof that you submitted it. I think don't quote me on that. It could be wrong, but now that's not even okay. And I understand like what the ATF is doing. The ATF is trying to crush these companies. So people that just want to buy the solvent traps, not file a form one and make their own suppressors can't do that. But with, I'm sorry, that's fucking pointless with technology nowadays, 3d printers, oil filters. When I can go down to the auto parts store and buy a fucking oil filter, the law is null and void. It's, it's completely pointless. Anybody that wants to get one can easily get one. But So I just went to White Trash Tactical uh, to check on their website. Mm-hmm. And it says their homepage, down for maintenance. Hello, in lieu of recent events, our store is, on, off, is offline indefinitely. So that's just a whole business dead. Dozens and dozens of companies toasted for, for what, how many times, like how many times are homemade suppressors used in crimes few and far between, but the ATF doesn't care. They're going to clamp down on literally everything they can get their hands on. And they see an opening in this. That's what they're going for. They're going to tell us they're used all the time. Kind of yeah. like they've been doing with with uh, eighty percent. They're like, we see you. You look at the media. They're like, these ghost guns keep popping up more and more often. And where where are the stats? Show me the numbers. And then they are. I mean, to just to play devil's advocate here, those are popping up more often. That is because of they're becoming more popular. I'll be right back. God, oh, in one job. Had one job. <laughs> oh man, I had something to say too. Um. Oh yeah, that's what it was. They don't tell us. Why they just tell us there's a, these. You take a drink. I know uh, that you had uh, to think about. I know that you had to think about what you were gonna say. But guess what? <laughs> you need to drink, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I was um, saying, I drink like, with you. So. Sam, speak. (laughs) I just wanted to finish my previous thought before the air compressor turned on. That's they are becoming more common in crime scenes. Absolutely. Uh, That's just because the uh, people listening to this podcast are going to be like, what the fuck is going on right now? Why are there so (laughs) many random pauses? (laughs) They are becoming more common, but that's only because, you know, the whole 80s are getting more more common but it's point let it is what it is 3d printers are 
are here to set and here to stay. It's a simple thing. You download the files off the internet, you print them out, boom, done, rock and roll. You're good to go. Sorry, gun control is dead. It no longer exists. So quit trying. But that's just my thoughts. What I was going to say, Sam, is I'm wondering what they're actually classifying. They're just taking every single gun that I'm sure doesn't have a, a serial number on it and calling it a, a ghost gun. And what did criminals right. do with their fucking guns? They just file off the, the serial number. So they're throwing right. all those yep. in with all the 80% lowers. So it's impossible to really tell what's what. Yeah, what's well, a stolen firearm and what's an 80% firearm yeah. being used in these crimes? Yep. 100%. And there's, I mean... And that's being done files, on purpose, to be very clear. Files, oh, definitely. Files and grinders exist. I mean, how hard is it to... Generally, ARs have one serial number on them. The upper and lower is not serialized. There's just on the lower. How hard is it to grind that off? It literally, it would take me 10 seconds in the shop, if that. Five seconds, gun, yep. done. And their new law that's coming up that's actually going to be in April instead of June or August, like they were talking about, that is going to require me, when I take in 80% guns, that's going to require me to serialize them and charge the customer to serialize every privately made firearm that comes in here. And the interesting thing about this is that does absolutely nothing. Because if that person brings it in here, has it seracoded, I have to serialize it, sends it back out. I'm not going to send the ATF record of that. So that ends up in a crime scene. How does the ATF find out where that came from? They're not going to know it ever came to me. Yeah. There's no record of it. There's absolutely nothing unless they ask literally every single FFL in the entire country if they've ever had that in stock. There's It doesn't do anything. It does absolutely nothing. Yep. That's the ins- the complete insanity of this whole thing. So, uh, this popped into my mind while I was laying in bed for some reason in the middle of the night a week or two ago. We talked about it at one point. I think on I might have been on Gears and Beers. Nathan says stampings leave deeper impressions that can be seen with magnetic resonance scans. You have to grind deep to clean it out. So we saw the, somebody say that online, and everyone was laughing at him, including us. Uh, it was the it was the Barrett 50s that they pulled that the kid found magnet fishing in Florida. Right, right. Um, drink, please. Shit. I'll, dr- I'll drink with you. <laughs> but we, we kind of wrote that all off. But I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Yeah, because metal it has is. a grain, right? So metal has a grain. Yeah. And when you stamp it, it disturbs that grain. However, most AR-15 lowers do not have a stamped serial number. Yeah, right. They have a machined, they have an engraved machined serial number. Yep. That is like old, old shotguns and old bolt action rifles and shit before machining was a part of it. Yes, they were stamped. Yes, that could be done. ARs, you take a grinder to that aluminum. No. Yep, every Kate, you're single not, one that, you're not going to identify it. And every single one I do is laser engraved. That's not going to leave anything underneath there. No. And, and and the other part of it is on an AR, I'll cut the entire fucking window out of the side of the lower cuz the serial numbers on the magwell 
cut the whole fucking site out of it and you'll never you, you don't have the material there to check and i would be surprised and and i might be completely off base on this but if a firearm is used in a crime the average police department doesn't have the technology to do whatever it uh magnetic investigation stand. yeah no they they carry those on the on their battle belts oh yeah magnetic if it's magnetic resonance that also tells me it won't work on an ar because the lower you know aluminum or if it's an 80 percent, it could be polymer if it's 3d printed it could be polymer that shit ain't gonna work anyway yeah so it's like it's all of that shit's null and void when it comes to modern stuff. You know, or, that was all a thing back polymer. when they actually stamped it. Yeah. Or when it polymer. was stamped steel, yes, you could magnetic resonance scan or whatever the hell technology they used back then. But now that is kind of and, irrelevant. Or Glocks. Let's say Glocks have that. There's a there's a metal plate under there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that comes out. Take I've it out. Had one out before, but just little grinder, grind right through it, pop it out. That's that's gone. So yeah, that I think a Dremel I, with a fine carbide tip just hacked the shit yeah. out of it. Nathan, you're absolutely correct. <clears throat> that definitely is a thing, but um, I don't think it pertains to modern firearms anymore. So, and hey, aluminum's not even magnetic, anyways. Right. <laughs> Idiots. Therefore, no magnetic resonance. Therefore, <laughs> no results. <laughs> well, but I don't. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna hit checkout right here. I'm just gonna go ahead and get another eighty percenter just to piss no. everybody off. Fuck it. I'm gonna order one right now. No, you do, you partner. You what do. Were, care. What were we talking about? Oh, we we were talking about the form ones, and we got yeah. kind of got yeah. off track. Do we want to move on to something Weird. else? <laughs> yeah, Probably should. that never happens. Johnson, did you happen to do any research there in the <laughs> those Rebo that five arms. minutes? Yes, awesome. Rebo Arms, the IS nine. So TFB was just over at what the hell was the name of this show? IWI or some shit like that. IW yeah. something. I uh-huh. IWA. So IWA. Um, NWA yeah those guys are cool (laughs) (laughs) TFB was over at the IWA and they've been interviewing a bunch of foreign manufacturers and foreign accessory maker it's it's basically SHOT Show in Europe right so they checked out this Italian Revo Arms IS-9. So it's a striker-fired pistol. We were discussing this before the show, and it really reminds us of what all are the guns that we said. The IWI Masada, the Luago Alien, and Archon B. the Archon Type B. Yeah. It looks a so, lot like the Archon. Yeah, so it's a very low-profile slide. The barrel kind of sits right at the seam between the slide and the frame to keep that low bore axis. Um, Damn. So the... (laughs) (laughs) So I went to their website. It's all in Italian. And there's a 
luckily there's a translate option. So they kind of show, they run through, they've got a couple of different options. They've got just the standard IS-9. And then they have the IS-9 Tactical, which is the optics-ready version with a threaded barrel. They come with accessories included. It's going to be come with a hard case, comes with 17-round Glock mags. So it seems that it takes compatible yep. with Glock bags. It is, yeah. comes with a cleaning kit. Uh, dedic- options that you can get with it are dedicated holster, upgraded fiber optic sights, and an adjustable or fiber optic front sight and an adjustable rear sight. So it is, it is chambered in nine millimeter, obviously 4.2 inch barrels. So it's more of a, that's kind of a Glock 19 barrel length, I believe. Yeah. And 750 grams is what the thing weighs. So I would have to do a conversion to know how much that is, but it looks pretty light. I would, I would imagine it's slightly lighter than a Glock 19. It does look light. It is a polymer frame strike fired pistol. Uh, the other thing Drink. that I checked out was the price. So target price for consumers is expected to be 650 euro, which is roughly $710, which seems kind of pricey. However, that is the price for the Italian market, which is also they they claim here where a Glock 19 costs $675 or 619 euro. So it's a very competitive price with a Glock 19 for something with that feature set you know, the very low bore axis and kind of the new, I don't know. It's a, it's an optics ready pistol that seems like it would compete with kind of the higher end stuff. So having that price point closer to a factory Glock is something that kind of stands out. Yeah. That's a kind of a cool deal because (laughs) Every other gun that looks like this, like the Archon and the like, hell, the Laguna or whatever Alien, that mm-hmm. some bitch is several thousand dollars. They're like four grand or something. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention was this has more of the Sig style uh, serialized trigger assembly. Yep. So it's <laughs> it's a serialized chassis that sits in the grip module, which. I think a lot, a lot, a lot of manufacturers are are going to switch to that system or that type of firearm. It is pretty nice to be able to change out the modules like that. You know, you're wanting to just change the look of my gun, pay like for the SIGs, it's like you can pay 60 to 100 bucks and have a brand new, you know, different looking module, module. which is kind of cool. I believe Wilson Combat is doing some stuff like that as well. I would. I. I just think the reason I mentioned this in the first place was it's just something a little bit different, and it looks different than other pistols. And I would be very intrigued to shoot. I've never had my hands on an, a pistol like this with with such a low bore axis to see if it actually shoots different. Like the idea behind these is always, you know, the lower the bore axis, the less upward recoil. You know, because it's recoiling straight back 
into your hand rather than back and up. So I'd be really interested to shoot this, but I mean, at some point, somebody has got to make some sort of something different that eventually changes the market. You know what you understand what I'm saying? Like it's been the same for so long. When are we going to hit that thing? That's that yeah. really changes design. Well, and- you know, I mean the 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 Lago Arms Alien is probably the closest to do the, to come to that. Yeah, that's the most drastic change that for a popular firearm that there's been in a long the time. Glock. Right, but so, it's also thousands of dollars, you know. Well, yeah, I know, but it's well, it, it's a it's a new idea. To copy that design, yeah, it'll get cheaper. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So the, I guess, like from the Browning high power and then the 1911 really the biggest change since then was in the 80s with the glock right and then i guess you would say the sig with the serialized chassis with just a grip module i mean it's still the same assembly they just instead of putting pins through the frame to hold the shit together they just made a block of metal that sits in the frame right i mean it's not like they truly changed the design of a firearm no but i tell you what working on those sons of bitches is nice as hell well i'm sure it's makes working on them nice and easy but that doesn't change the design of the gun right i tell you what though they do they also need box why don't you send these guys an email uh they need some of your professional assistance because dude their pictures on their website pictures fucking terrible <laughs> uh, gee, I like they were the, definitely taken with a motorola flip phone from 1995 right like i'm trying to look <laughs> if the polymer on that lower is like speckled or if what the hell's going on there yeah i think the picture is just that bad are you talking about yeah. the revo yeah yes yeah yeah i I mean, I, I'm not really an international photographer. <laughs> Look I, at the, I do think the polymer is speckled, by the way. Why don't you call this phone number here, Box? Area code oh, 39 sure. <laughs> 0543, and then the last is 1940, 1947 360. <laughs> That's a weird-ass phone number. Uh, Fucking Italians. Ooh. We got a question yeah. in the comments here from Nick. He says, I know you can't buy an order a Franklin Arms binary trigger in Iowa. Is it against the law to own one in Iowa if you moved here versus buying or selling in Iowa? I've asked a few people at gun shops and they did not want to answer. Uh, It is not against the law to own them, no. But most manufacturers will not sell to Iowa. I believe... Brownells has them on their website and will, you can checking that right and get from Brownells, but a lot of gun shops do not want to, because there's something in the code and the Iowa code. That's I'm not sure what it is, but no, they are not a little bit commie ish. Yeah. Very much commie ish. Yeah. I can't remember <laughs> what the specific specific the Pacific? thing Pacific. What? I can't remember exactly what that, what it is, <laughs> but you can you can definitely uh, definitely own one. You can. There's no issue with trying to order one, trying to buy one. It just you know you're not going to get in trouble for it. It's just some manufacturers won't ship to Iowa, which is all horseshit if you ask me. I know yeah, a guy, but- Nick, behind the bar on Fourth Street over there in Sioux City, in the alley, 
Show up about four o'clock in the morning. He'll hook you up with a binary trigger. Why don't you yeah. just get the fun, yeah. you know, the actual real shit. If you're going to get us some, from some sketchy ass dude, you know, right. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> These binary triggers are way too expensive for what they are. They don't sound appealing to me at all. The way they operate. I would not want that. I mean, I haven't uh-huh. handled one, but it just sounds awful. I would I really like to take a Franklin binary trigger and a force reset trigger and make them fuck. <laughs> so then I have a three position force reset trigger. Well, I, I know that they're supposed to be producing one and yada, yada, but I'll believe I it be when surprised. I see it. Yeah. Cause they said six weeks ago, about <clears throat> six weeks ago now. It's been it's been a while since we talked about it since that whole debacle. So they should be out supposedly pretty soon. But I think the ATF kind of yeah I think they fucked all that up. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, there hasn't been any more noise about fucking ATF raids lately, has there? No. No, there was something with Big Daddy Unlimited because they're manufacturing their parts overseas. Shocking. And make, felony, huh? If once they're classified as machine guns, now you're importing illegal machine guns. Right. So big they, problems. Big yeah. big problems. Yeah. As so far as got, I can tell, as far as I yeah. can tell, Big Daddy is pretty much going down, going down the turlet, as Sam would say. Oh yeah, and <clears throat> even TGC had a whole video on how fucking scummy these guys were. Yep. What were you saying, Sam? Yep. I was just saying that, yeah, as far as I know, uh, Big Daddy, they're, they got the lockdown on this. There was another company like Tim, Timmy Triggers or some shit that got supposedly raided about this whole deal. I never saw any verification on this, but Rare Breed is still pumping this shit out. They've had no issues. It looks like if basically if you take the ATF to court and tell them to go fuck themselves, they kind of leave you alone a little bit. I don't know. Cause there's a court case going on. So they don't want to, I think there's a conflict of interest there and that's why they're staying away from them. They don't want to have a court case going on and then just like raid the shit out of them. And then all of a sudden, you know, all the lawyers are circling. Right. And yeah, so I assume First that's of all, you look on. thirsty. Second of all, did anybody ever hear anything about that small town gun shop in like Illinois or wherever? No, that supposedly had all their shit confiscated. They, they continued fucking uh, business as usual, as far as I could t- tell. I checked their Facebook a couple weeks afterwards, several times, and just kept on going. Never said anything about it or anything. I I, I feel I, like as a gun chef, if you weren't a FUD owner, because that is a possibility. That the owner as is a lifetime NRA member and was like, "Well, the ATF wanted these, and yeah, my God, they'll get them if they ask for them." Mm-hmm. We called it on the on the gears and beers a while back, I think, and it's looking more and more like it was true. The ATF was just doing little tiny strategic things and 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 putting false information out there and shit just to scare people away from buying them, and it's looking more and more and more like we're correct. They're playing 4D chess. The shitty thing is, 
if they can't get these FRTs to small gun shops, they're not going to sell them. Because they, this is not an item that people want to pay with, for with a credit card over the internet. No, they need to go back to crypto sales. I think well, they were doing crypto for a while, They were doing crypto sales, but even that, not everybody has a crypto wallet. Right. And it's it's not exactly like this. I want to go to I want to go to the gun shop with hundred dollar bills and say, here, give me that. But yeah, exactly. But this just you know, this just proves our point that that's what they were doing. <clears throat> they put the fear of God in people to to basically basically what have they done? They've gutted rare breeds war chest of, of money to fight the ATF with. Mm, I don't know that they gutted anything. I think they talked a bunch of shit online and 15 gullible people were like, oh my God, that's terrible. This isn't, they're really serious about this. Well, I don't know. That's just the way I see it. And uh, frankly, I think that, I think that the ATF was winning right now because that's, they scared the hell out of everybody. And you're right. Everybody doesn't want to put their credit card. I sure as fuck will. As soon as they got that three position trigger in there, oh, yep, yeah. order me two of them. Fucking A. Yeah. And then Can I'll you- just buy one from you for cash. Well, now you just what? fucking set it on a. <laughs> I got to prove it. This shit prove out. it. They don't even have them available yet. So suck my ass. Can't you just use box? a cash? Can you just use a cash card? Can you order yeah. shit online with a cash card? Yeah, theoretically, but some. And I don't know if if this manufacturer does that. But technically, if they get raided, they can go back through their orders and find addresses that they ship to and then they have an idea of who got them like even my system like right now i have nothing to do with this it's just the way that this shit works like you can go back and and look through all my past orders i'm not selling anything that matters obviously but you can you can find every single address that i've ever shipped to and that's what people you know so it's not really so much the credit card information as their customer database Find an abandoned fucking house. Abandoned house. Just get a P.O. box in some random fucking town. Yep. And say, hey, my name is uh, Johnny Pablo. I would like this P.O. box, please. Here's here's the amount of money in cash that I need to pay for it. I'll be back next month to pay for it again. Yeah, it's Skipito Fritito with P.O. box 19 at whatever the fuck town. Or a UPS. If you get a, UPS, you get a PO box, I think a PO box would probably be the best way to do it. Do you don't you need identification for those? I thought you did. Mm. I would. I I would bet Possible. you need being just a federal federal deal. I don't uh, think it. I didn't think it was anymore. I seem it's, to remember having to provide my ID. So, but UPS stores offer boxes as well, similar to PO boxes. And That's you true. could, I, I would be surprised if they required valid identification other than like a fucking, you know, a picture that says, Hey, <laughs> this dude's Sam, here you go. Here's my ID. I don't know. Uh, so Dakota asked, what is that step when it becomes a machine gun? It's whatever the fuck the ATF feels like Dakota. It's they're like, oh, you, you can shoot too fast with that. Or do you so... want last week's definition or which? Yeah, you got to give me a time frame on which definition you want. 
legally <laughs> it's supposed to be what you can fire multiple rounds in rapid succession with one single pull of the trigger with one single function of the trigger function yes one yeah. single function of the trigger but yeah. but there's all sorts of shit going around and they're like ooh i don't like the way that looks or functions i'm going to call it a machine that gun that shoots too fast machine gun or there's been guys that there's there's been lowers like we talked about this a few episodes ago even if you engrave a part of a hole right where the third hole is supposed to be just uh, to, just for looks like say you were uh, say you were <laughs> recreating a specific gun and you wanted that third hole there for you know just for aesthetics that's not okay that's a machine gun hell there's people in prison right now for selling prints of these things like just prints of a of a part that makes it a yep. machine gun a mm-hmm. lightning link uh, there's no really there's no really there's no really point it's essentially whenever the fuck the atf says it is 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 what it is so yeah, I have not- one thing to say. If I got a third third hole available to me, I'm not going to use it just to fucking look at. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed it won't just be etched. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? <laughs> I'm going to put a fucking pin in it. <laughs> Real deep like all the way down. Hope you got a big third hole because I'm going to put my pin in it. <laughs> that's a that'd be a good shirt that'd be a good shirt <laughs> boy well we've been um we're closing in on an hour here should do we want to talk about the fuck bruno or or not it's not really that interesting is it Nah, that's not really like a big contender on the market hey, i don't think guys it's really another fuck bruno but it's smaller but smaller <laughs> <laughs> for some reason but, I was... it's, but it's still big <laughs> right yeah, still huge that's what she said well that covers the fuck Bruno <laughs> I, <laughs> I wanted to I don't know if this is something you had heard about or not Sam shipmygun.com have you heard about that no no apparently no. It, it's ran through I forget who it is. Some major distribution website, like Gun Mag Warehouse or something like that. I don't think that's it, but somewhere along those lines. But they provide, because they get discounts on shipping, you know, because they are doing tons of shipping. Volume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you buy your shipping labels through them at their discount. So you can ship guns cheaper rather than going through FedEx or the, or the post office or UPS. I thought that was kind of nifty. So I thought that might be something. What do you mean you ship guns? You ship guns to them. You just go there and buy your. You just buy buy the shipping label from them. Yeah. Why is it called ship my gun though? Is it because I'm confused? I guess. That's because that's what it's for. Is shipping your gun? Because you. It's because you ship guns with it. I'm lost this where you're lost. I, I, I don't know I'm how you conf- got lost. They're because selling shipping labels for cheaper than what the shipping carriers can do. But okay. it's, but it's, it's called W. Hold on. HTTPS <laughs> colon colon front forward slash, 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 sl
What? Ship my gun. Sh- Shipmygun.com. <laughs> I ship my pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was i'd still to this day believe that was the greatest super bowl commercial of all time (laughs) kmart wasn't it i think it was target Uh, i think it was kmart Uh, actually i saw that not very long yes it was kmart i saw that not very long ago no it was not kmart i would kmart's been dead for a decade i would bet you that it it was kmart how much you want to bet uh that that commercial is like 15 years old though dude i don't think so okay Okay. so they're paying they're paying um overnight shipping rates okay yes because generally if you are going to ship a gun to say me for Cerakote, if you go onto the ups store it was kmart i told you (laughs) if you go into the ups store and tell them that you want to ship a firearm they're going to require that you ship it overnight I tell my customers, tell them it's machine parts to be Cerakoted, whatever. That's not my business, but they're so essentially they're charging like half price. Like they're saying overnight UPS is $43 from just UPS and from ship my gun, it's half price. So that's an interesting, I'm going to have to look into this a little bit and find out exactly because I think customers would be interested to, I won't use it because I get cheap rates back anyways, but. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah, I'll check into that. I don't need cheaper. Ooh. I already got cheap. I'm a fucking big wig. <laughs> well, that's that's just not what I said, but okay. <laughs> You're so stuck up, Sam. Jesus. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> I'm like the least fucking stuck up dude ever. <laughs> uh, maybe we should... Nobody's guessed in a while. So did, should we tell them what the word was? I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like it was pretty obvious. Nick, this yeah, time. Nick, you you got it with with um with the uh with the drinking it was, game. It was it was um, um or, or uh yeah or anything like that. The thinking sounds. The thinking sounds. <laughs> we, the, I'm we, not prepared for this noise. Right. <laughs> we made it a whole like 15 seconds into the show before <laughs> we had yeah, like 12 minutes. As soon as Sam started talking, it all went downhill. <laughs> well, you know, I, I recovered fairly quick. You know, after the first volley of drinks, <laughs> I, I, first, I, yeah, the first beer that I had to chug was enough <laughs> to teach me my lesson. I, I cleaned it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I figured I figured this one would be pretty easy tonight, but we'll make it a little more difficult next time. Is that what you were talking about, Nick, earlier when you said this should be an ongoing thing? Because if that's what it was, yes, then we're that we're planning on continuing. That's that. the plan. The next kind one is going to be the next one is going to be everybody drinks if Johnson plays with his beard. Oh, dude, I'll be everybody's <laughs> going to be drinking all night. Yeah, we're just going to get have to, have to get a beer helmet where it's just constantly right. running into our mouths. Uh-huh. Exactly. Turn it I can't not play with it. I don't know what it is like because I see myself. Like I need to just remove the. F- picture of myself so you guys know how i am about like having to look at you guys while i'm talking right so like i have to have this the meeting up because i if you're talking i need to be able to see you and i need to be able to look at you while i'm talking but then when i'm 
completely ignoring whatever the fuck Sam is saying, I'm looking at myself <laughs> and I see that like a piece is crooked or something. So I'll just like, I'm, I constantly am just touching it. I don't know. I have a real problem. Are you, when are you going to braid it? <laughs> are you going to donate that along with your hair? Can you donate your no. beard hair? No, I don't think so. That's Unless dumb. I can get it into a ponytail of 14 inches. There's guys like me out here that this. could use it. I don't think there's anybody who could, like, who would want this pubic hair looking <laughs> shit. I was just going to say pubic hair, facial hair. <laughs> right. I mean, you do, so somebody does. <laughs> I'm saying on top of their noggin. Oh. <laughs> As a wig, no. But I am, I think, I am going to donate my hair here really soon. Um, so I looked Drank. the other day and I, I was at my mom's house and we measured it all. Cause she was asking me about when I was going to donate it. And it seems like if I put it in three or four different ponytails, it's all, I can get probably 16 inches out of it. So it's all, it all qualifies. 16 Alrighty. inches. That's a lot of hair. Yeah. Yeah, check this shit out. Okay. There's a lot of it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Our, our, uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, Aquaman. Brandon Herrera. Oh, what? Aquaman. No. Jason yeah, Momoa. Aquaman. Who the fuck? Yeah. Momoa. He's got the long ass hair like that. Look at he's this. He's from Iowa, you know? Look at that. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, look at you. I kind of want to get on uh, Snapchat or the camera or whatever one that has those filters that turns you into a chick. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like it's getting pretty damn long. We should do uh, we should do an episode box where we all have filters on. <laughs> Just I'm not sure what they would be, but we each have filters on and maybe we each get a fuck with the other person's filter and change it to whatever we want. Oh, oh, that'd God. be good. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Man, I wish I had on my teams, I have a really good, because we use Teams, Microsoft Teams through work, and I got a really good background. You can put, like, your artificial background up, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mean to tell you, choose virtual background. Oh, I'll tell you what. So, so I have the, <laughs> I have the casting couch like office <laughs> and it looks like I'm sitting behind the desk <laughs> and you can see the black pleather couch in the corner and shit. It's awesome. Yeah, Every time I stuff. put it on, somebody at work's like, what the, f what the hell is that? <laughs> that looks familiar. <laughs> yep. So do you guys want to like, you know, talk about <laughs> something like, you know, on the topic well, we, list, or <laughs> we only have uh, one more thing, and it's probably going to last forever. But I mean, we're only at an hour here. But sure, yeah. You guys want to talk about ammo companies sending ammo to Ukraine? How do you feel about that? I don't Ukraine know how I feel about Ukraine? that. My crane no, or your, your crane? crane. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be your crane. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh, man. 
Yeah. That, well, uh, you posted who was it? Remington? Was it what you yeah. said? Yeah, of course that was just from memory. It might have been I might be totally fucking off too. I'm pretty sure it was Remington and then there was Ammo Inc. also. I think Ammo Inc. was the first one, actually. And and maybe others are 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 taking part in it and and but I'm pretty sure Ammo Inc. was the first one. I could be mistaken on that, so don't quote me. But what are exactly are they boy? Because I ain't said shit. What exactly are they sending? Seven six two? That I I didn't see. Because most of the American ammo companies don't produce that much 762. Not, not very many people use 762 anymore either. It's usually 545. But I got you right. But I got to assume that's the, the 762 by 39 is the, the massive, you know, the overwhelming favorite over there. So you send no, them a 545. 545 is what everybody uses over there. Okay. Well, then I know their American companies aren't producing that. But if yeah. you send them a bunch of five, five, six, you know, a mil- here's a million rounds of five, five, six. Everybody's like, Thanks. congratulations. We can't use that's going to sit in a crate for four <laughs> years. I don't know. They're running. There's some people running ARs over there, so it won't go to total waste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to see like what exact caliber they're sending. And I'm sure, you know, there are American companies producing brass case. I do understand that. Uh, but I would be curious to find out exactly what they are sending over there and how the hell they're getting it over there. It'd be interesting to see all the logistics of it. But the big thing here is, as we all know, ammo is expensive because they say it's so hard for them to get a hold of materials to manufacture it and all that shit. But then they have a million rounds laying around that they're just like, sure, we're just gonna give this away, and everyone's kind of that- kind of upset about that because they're like, we could use that fucking ammo here, guys. We need we need that shit too. So how do you mm-hmm. guys? What, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, my thoughts. First of all, it does appear that seven six two by thirty nine is what Ammo Inc. for sure is sending. Okay, my thought is. None of us really know what the fuck is going on over there. There's so much misinformation and fucking propaganda that it could be the complete opposite of what any of us are thinking. So I don't know how I feel about giving them everything or even really supporting them. I'm not saying I don't support them, but I'm not saying, yeah, I'm 100% behind them. Back Ukraine. Listen to everything the media says or whatever. Yeah, so I guess my opinion on the matter is both Ukraine and Russia are very similar countries, right? They're kind of all the people there are born from the same blood, basically, and their governments run similarly. So while Russia is trying to promote propaganda, for the war and saying that they're really doing well and they're minimalizing their casualties and all this stuff. I also believe that Ukraine is taking their losses. I've heard a few reports of them taking their losses, putting them in Russian, in uh, basically Russian uniforms and saying, yeah, look at how many Russians we're killing. Um, 
I think there's a propaganda war being waged by both sides. And we're looking at it from Ukraine's side of the propaganda war. Mm-hmm. I think our media is siding with the U- Ukrainian propaganda. And I don't think unless you're truly there, you can really see what's happening there. <clears throat> I don't even think you can totally see what's going on if you are over there. I mean, Probably. there's so much shit that goes on that people aren't aware yeah. of. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Russia still fucking invaded the Ukraine. I don't give a shit what they said. The issue, oh, we feel sheltered or we feel, we yeah, feel, you pressured, know, all this shit yeah. pressured from NATO and all this shit. Well, go fuck Realistically, yourself. I don't give a shit realistically they invaded because they didn't want ukraine to join nato or the european union right but that's not like at the end of the day i don't give a fuck why they invaded the the fact is that they're killing they're killing people like they're killing innocent civilians there's literally there's 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 no i'm not evidence now completely agreeing with russia bad right Right. but i'm not saying ukraine good (laughs) no and i'm not i'm not either but it, it ukraine is a semi-democratic state at this point. Mm. Um, they're 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 democratic. Semi that is semi right. is uh, yeah. I'm not saying their their government is wonderful. I'm saying I'm saying it doesn't really matter because Russia. I I feel and maybe I've fallen for the propaganda, but Russia is pretty much, you know the soft Soviet union at this point, you know, soft core socialists, that's, that's, they're trying to rebuild that state. And if you think about it back to the point where, and Dakota brought up this point too, Dakota is obviously pissed that they're, they're sending um, ammo over there when we're having a hard time here, but let's think about this a million rounds. Like, you know, Johnson orders thousand, a thousand rounds of five, five, six, two or five, five, six, like, I don't know, every month or two. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> but really, a million rounds nowadays is not that much. A million is a thousand thousand. So I order a thousand rounds and 999 other people order a thousand rounds. That's not that much. I mean, yes, it's a lot of ammo, but that's not that much. At the end of the day, these ammo manufacturers are pumping out millions and millions and millions and millions of rounds. And really, I mean, I know people feel like there's still an ammo shortage. We're not an ammo shortage anymore. We are in an inflation period. The ammo is there, but you're going to fucking pay for it because the demand is sky high. So I don't feel like I'm not irritated with this situation. I think if they want to send it over there, more power to them. That's just my thoughts on it. Another Here's another way to visualize that 1 million rounds. You got 100,000 rifles, which is not unbelievable considering how many rifles. that I mean, they handed out like 15,000 rifles to civilians, right? Yeah. And then all the people you have fighting. So 100,000 rifles. That's only 10 rounds per rifle. They ain't yeah. even a full magazine per rifle. So if you right. think about it that way, it's like, well... Okay, that million rounds, that 15,000, let's see, that 15,000 rifles that they handed out to civilians, that's only 
just over two magazines per rifle. That's 66.7 rounds per rifle. Right. So you're basically getting a rifle and two magazines with that, you know, that million rounds is only giving each one of those donated rifles to civilians, two mags. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, it's really not that much in the grand scheme of things. It's really not. I can understand why people are upset. Dakota says, I know there are other, we're not the only ones making ammo. Why do we need to send it all? I think it's just a simple fact where we see injustices in the world and we want to help. And they like, this is not our government. This is just a private, you know, private individuals saying, Hey, what can I do to help? So, you know, more power to them. And yeah, I, so, I really don't see an issue with it myself. So one thing I guess I didn't really know about all this. So Richard Childress, the NASCAR team owner is he's a board member for ammo Inc. Okay. And he was, he like, personally paid for the half of the million rounds that ammo Inc was donating. Really? Something along those lines. I think I own stock in that company. So hold on. I might be part owner of this. Richard Childress. No, I own an ammo company, but I can't remember exactly which one it is. It is the, Oh, uh, Vist outdoors. Yeah, that's gar- that's the federal CCI Spear Remington. But I, yeah, POW is on my um, Ammo Incorporated. That's on my watch list that I've been meaning to buy. So maybe I should yeah. buy some of them. So I can understand why people are upset. I get it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I mean, I understand that like it's a million rounds that could be used, you know, could be put on our shelves here, but we're also not fighting for our lives against a bunch of Russian fuckheads. So there is that there is, there's a, this article is from November, 2020 on ammo land. And they say that there's about 9 billion rounds produced in the U S every year. fucking america so what's but one million about uh, but about half of those are rimfire about five billion of them are rimfire okay so you said nine billion mm-hmm. so let's say that's four billion still even one million out of four billion is like what one percent or a tenth of a percent or one million over four billion all right is That's not very much. <laughs> uh, so so that would be. Hold on, I gotta make sure I got this right because that doesn't seem right. I bet it is. Million. It's astronomically small. Because a billion is a thousand million. Yeah. So that's uh zero point zero two five percent. Yeah, I think we can spare it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we can spare it. Um, Palmetto State, actually, their sister company Ouch. or whoever the hell is is producing ammo. I see they're up and running. Uh, I can't remember exactly what their name was. Their name was, but they are producing ammo now. We just That's talked good. about them, didn't we? A few a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. 
the video they showed was brass case nine millimeter though. So it's clearly not clearly not um, steel case seven six two yet, but. So I wonder, yeah, is that ammo ink? Are they producing steel case or are they producing brass 762 by 39 to send over there? Could not tell you that. I do not know. I do not know. We don't know much. <laughs> no, and we don't claim to. We don't claim to. <laughs> we're not the we're not the authorities on this or any subject. <laughs> Very valid, well, they- sir. Maybe that's our problem. We're constantly telling all our viewers how stupid we are and how little. <laughs> I take that back. We are smart. We are experts. We know everything here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to us. You can tell by the way we have a drinking game based off the word um. <laughs> based off of the dumb shit we say. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know the whole, that whole situation though. Like I, I feel like, I feel like Americans were so, we're so disconnected from that. Like we're so disconnected from, you know, having to, having to fight for your life in a, in a war zone, you know, yeah. because we've never, it's never been had one here. Well, the last time we had a war well, on American soil was, you know, he, the civil war. Other than the the attack on uh, Pearl Harbor, so it's like we're so disconnected. We don't we don't understand that there's so many others in the world that don't have our 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 luck. You know, to be a born American is 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 like a what four percent chance. You know, every single one of us is a lucky son of a bitch. We could have been born in in Ukraine and dealing with this shit now and some of the horrible stories that are going on over there. Like we're so disconnected. I think, I think we need to, we need to realize more that that's uh, a lot of the other world is dealing with this, this crazy ass shit. And I don't, I don't have an issue with helping them to a certain extent, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty wild when you just look at other countries and all the shit going on. And then we're sitting fat and happy. And I bitch about this on the podcast all the time. Sitting fat and happy because and bitching because our fucking Amazon order takes a day too long, you know. So how many generations has it been since even the Civil War? Well, the Civil War was back in what, the 1860s, 60? 70s? So it's been... Probably four, gen- what? I thought we talked about this not that long ago. His mom was telling us about how we related to Mary Todd. I thought she said like six generations or something like that. Probably in that ballpark, I would assume. And we're actually, 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 we do have, we are related actually. to Abraham Lincoln. Unfortunately, that's what I just only by, you said Mary Todd. Yeah, that's who we related to. That's his wife. Oh, I know a Mary Todd here in town. I'm like, what the, what the, what the hell are Todd, you talking you're about? You're an idiot. <laughs> so the U.S. Civil War occurred We're between 1860 and 1865, meaning it ended 152 years ago. Assuming a generation is roughly 25 years long, the Civil War happened about six generations ago. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that ain't very fucking long, you know? And that, that, that is one and a half person's lifetimes, you know, say a person lives a long life of a hundred years, 
another person lives 50 years. There you go. Well, yeah. And there's, there's kind of a, others have spoken more exactly about the number of actual generations. One thing that struck me fairly recently, my grandmother died three years ago after a long and full life. She was born the year Harriet Tubman died. So that is like two people's lifetimes since, since the civil war, but that's many generations within that two people's lifetimes. Yeah. But that's pretty crazy to think about. You know, we think I was, I was just thinking this today, like I was, or yesterday I was, I was sitting there brushing my teeth and for some reason it popped into my head that I was 36 and in another lifetime I'd be 72. And like, holy, f- that's like scary to think about, you know, cause my life has went by like here I am right now. And it seems like life is just super quick. But in another one of those lifetimes, I'm going to be fucking 72, you know, and 72 seems old. It's just, it's, it's, it's it crazy. It's, it's wild to think about. Doesn't just well, seem it. It is. You're, you're, you're practically 72 already. I mean, practically, practically like that. Yes. You're 72. Sam's a senior citizen. <laughs> Can I get to fucking discounts now, please? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I get those cards in the mail all the fucking time. So. What a, what a, Your can ARP I card. Yeah, the ARP card. Yep. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Been getting those since I was like fucking 18. They must have old um, people running that. But like, let, I'm let's. Sure. Like let's, Sam's age. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think, I just think that we need to be, because it's not always going to be this way. Americans is not always going to be a superpower. It might be, it might not be in our lifetime. It might not be in our, in our grandkids lifetime, but eventually something's going to happen and America won't be that superpower anymore. And there will be war again on our soil. Um, and that's shit that we preach about all the time is just being prepared for stuff like that. Just like, you know, I'm sure Ukraine 10 years ago, five years ago, they didn't think this shit was going to happen to them. But that the reality of that's the reality of life. And actually, Russia was asking China for military and monetary assistance now. So if that happens, if that happens, that will be World War Three. That's going to strain the the relationship between the U.S. and China greatly. And then who knows if China invades Taiwan? Like we never think that World War Three is actually going to happen, but the fucking cards nobody thought world war ii would either right the cards are being set up for some crazy ass shit right now so god damn it's it's crazy to think about but if china takes over taiwan biden will just be like oh we love china now guys they're on our side well he's been china joe years right yeah but i mean i i don't think I frankly, I, I see this playing out because Russia will not back down. They are Thing not, is, they're not going to lose. It'll say it in a whisper tone. So everybody <laughs> would just think that, you know, it all makes sense because, Hey guys, China, it was already part Taiwan, you know, it was already part of China and they just they took some boats over there and they, you know, and some planes and everybody just like kind of surrendered so it wasn't like a big deal man and like so you know they they all manufacture stuff anyway and then now we'll get cheap stuff it's all fine 
See, you're you're not trailing off into a completely different subject often enough. I just just and before you we know started, you know the thing. My hairy legs. Just before the podcast started, started I watched a video where Putin or Biden was saying Putin was gonna invade Russia. So yeah, I mean, and he's called the Ukraine Iran a few times. And have you seen a bunch of Iranians? I'm going to have to send you guys after this is over. I'm going to have to send you a link to a video of uh, it's a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song, but with Biden talking nonsense over it. It's fantastic. <laughs> it sounds Great. good. It sounds it fantastic. That's it awesome. definitely sounds fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, should we end this, boys? <laughs> yeah, I probably. suppose. Okay, um, Nick, I don't know if you're still here, but if you are, we will message you or you can message us and we'll get your information and we'll we'll send you one of those Sam's famous butt plugs and you can have it all to I yourself. I can 3D print them now. <laughs> you may want to sand it. I don't think his printer settings have everything fully smooth. No, that's ribbed, dude. Come on. You pay extra for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay thank you for stopping by everyone be sure to listen to our to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers and also on our web website if you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show check out our subscribe star page for exclusive content and other benefits if you want to get more involved with community join our forum on lifeshortlivefree.com and if you aren't aware gears and beers is streamed live every other wednesday night at 8 30 central time on youtube facebook twitch and our website and we would love for you to come get involved in the conversation check out our sponsors shyworks at shyworks.com and facebook along with ballistic imagery at ballisticimagery.com on and on facebook and that's the show folks Thank you for stopping by. And Sam, show us out. Yeah, guys, thanks for hanging out. If you enjoy what we do, share us with your friends, other freedom lovers. We always love growing the community. So we'll be back in two weeks. Until we talk to you then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. Defund the ATF. Repeal the NFA. Melt goats. Someone's governable.